0: Hey guys, welcome, it's Tierra. So I know you're probably wondering, what's talking with T and what's it all about? Well, this is my podcast segment where myself, friends, and guests will discuss real topics about real life, the obstacles and challenges we face, and how we overcome them. We'll network, we'll pursue our dreams, and continue to evolve as women. Come on in the room and talk with T. T. The butterfly symbolizes rebirth, elevation, renewal, and transformation. As we continue to evolve as women, you'll continue to hear me refer to you all as butterflies. So if you are new here, welcome butterfly. So I'm going to talk to you a little about what's going on with me, what's been up. And it's called, it's okay to not be okay. And I want you guys to know that it's definitely okay to not be okay. But you have to admit it. And you definitely can't stay there. You have to do something about it. So, if you caught our live with conversations with TNT, I candidly spoke about where I am right now mentally. So, um, some of you guys inquired and you um, asked if I was going through a bad breakup because it seemed like I was going through a bad breakup, but... Um, I am not separating from my husband, at least not, you know, breaking up with him physically. We are separated right now because he's incarcerated. Um, So if you know a word of prayer, just call our names in prayer because this is a really tough time, scary time for both of us guys. So I would appreciate that. But we did just celebrate 13 years of marriage uh, two days ago, so... Yeah, no, I'm not separating with him, though. Um, If you know him, by now he would have been around the show or part of the show. You all guys know and love him. But anyways, it's been really tough um, on me mentally and physically. It's been a lot. But even before that situation happened, um, as season one of Conversations with TNT began to wrap I was in a place in my life where I was just really overwhelmed and really unorganized. And I just needed a moment to stop and refocus and reset and get things in my life in order. And I did. I I was able to reset and and rethink and plan some things out. But things don't always go according to your plan. It's according to God's plan. And he has a funny way of doing things. And, you know, right now I'm going with his plan because this is definitely all his plan. Whether I know it, understand it, like it, love it or not, this this is all his plan for my life. So, you know, that's, that's what's going on, you know. Um, I can't really legally discuss what's going on. You guys know that I am very transparent and I would tell you you know, but legally I cannot discuss what's going on. You know, um, I will keep you posted though. For those of you who have been supporters of myself, my husband and our ventures. Okay. And also of, um, conversations with TNT, you know, um, just in terms of life though, it gets so overwhelming sometimes. And, You can be doing a million things at one time, or things can be happening so fast, it will make your head spin, and you can feel so out of control, and that is what was happening for me. I just felt like I had no control, no direction, and I just needed to reset and refocus. So with that being said, when everything happened, I was not okay. And me being the strong friend, me being that strong friend, the one that everybody comes to with their problems and also being the strong family member. I don't know, when my mom passed away, I began to be the matriarch of our immediate family. So I'm also the head of the family. So me being the strongest person, I don't think that people... A, expect me to not be okay, or they don't take it seriously when I say that I'm not okay, or maybe I'm not communicating it well, that, hey, I'm not okay, but it could be a combination of all of those things. Nevertheless, when I did realize that I am not okay, I am not doing well with... This situation amongst others, and I'm beginning to spiral, I said, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with me? Um, The first thing was to admit it. I had to admit it to me. I had to admit it to myself. So if you're dealing with a situation and you feel like I'm not okay, and these people do not understand, they are not getting it. Maybe it's not for anyone else to get recognized or see. It's for you to recognize within yourself and say, hey, how are we going to take care of us? And that, that's what, for me, that's what had to happen. I had to stop and take care of me. My entire adult life has been about other people. Um, since I was 19 years old, I've been taking care of other people and it was time for me to take care of me. So in this situation with this happening with my husband, like I completely felt like a fish out of water because we've been together for 18 years and we have had a lot of challenges together, but we've also had a lot of Triumphs together as well, and we depend on each other a lot, more than I realized. So when he snatched away, I really had to deal, learn how to deal on a day-to-day basis. Not that I am incapable because I'm a strong person and I make it I'm known as Mrs. Make It Happen. But the little things. Those little things, when someone is behind the scenes doing the little things while you do the big things, it's a lot when you have to now do all the things. So a lot of responsibility fell on my shoulders and those shoulders began to get weaker and weaker and weaker. And I just felt like, dang, nobody sees this. Nobody sees this. And I was silently crying out for help, but I think I was crying out to the wrong people. I should have been crying out to God. So I in this situation, I did stop and I said to myself, you know, God is definitely in this. Even though it may seem like He is this is not of Him. It definitely is. Like, what is He saying to Him? What is He saying to us? And I asked him. You know, I asked him that same question. I posed it to him. But I know for me, it was my independence. Like, it was about me standing on my own two strong feet. Like, can you do life? Can you do life, you know, on your own? You know, no, I do not want to in any way do life without my husband. But... You know, I need to be able to hold my own is what I'm is what I'm saying. I need to be able to hold my own. That way, if I can hold my own and he holds his own, we make a strong team. We make a strong team and we're unstoppable. And so that's basically what I needed to see. And I also needed to get back to my dreams, the talents that God has imparted in me. The dreams that he gave to me at 12 years old, there are no longer any roadblocks in my way. The things that used to be um, an obstacle for me, so-and-so said, no, I can't. There are no more I can't in my way except, except for me. So I needed to get back to putting me first. And I know that a lot of times... It feels so selfish to me sometimes to put me first, but I have to. And with my husband being the number one supporter of my career, doing a lot of things without him being physically here, it feels so weird and so selfish sometimes. But I know that this is what I I am supposed to be doing. So... A lot of times, I was not okay. I was not okay mentally. So, um, once I admitted that to myself, I came up with a plan of what I wanted to do and how I was going to do it. Okay, so the first thing you have to do is admit it to yourself. You have to also get closer to God because God is going to be the one To sustain you and help you not lose your mind. Like, and I'm just speaking from my experience. God has been the solid factor that has helped me not lose my mind. Um, Of course, of course, I was raised in the church. Um, I've always had a relationship with God, but I really had to devote myself to him, meaning Spend time with God, just he and I. And I think that's the place where he has me in right now in my life, solitude. The friends are falling off left and right. And that that doesn't mean that they're not my friends. It just means that right now they're not here. It doesn't mean that they don't support me. Maybe they support me from afar. I don't know. But what I do know is in this place of solitude, he's here and he's constant. So you have to admit to yourself that you're not okay and you definitely have to lean and depend on God. Secondly, if you do have some friends who stick and stay or you can depend on, they have to be friends that hold you A, accountable Those friends that'll say, okay, girl, when they see you falling or see you not progressing, they'll light that fire under you. Remember you said you were going to or, okay, girl, what's happening with that? You know, because you need those people in your life that are intentional and who mean you well, who help you elevate. And you also need that friend in your life who will pray for you. Or with you, and I am so appreciative of my friend, who, when my judgment is super clouded, because sometimes when you are not okay, your judgment is super clouded. You make hasty decisions, you make um, decisions that are not something typical of you. You know, that friend will pull you together. And it may not always be something you want to hear, but it's absolutely something you need to hear. And after they're done pulling you together, it's not just about the chastisement. They also pray with you. And if you don't have the strength or the need at that moment to pray with them, they're going to pray for you. And I'm so grateful that I have that because that is needed. And, um, you know, on um, TNT last season, we did address therapy and that therapy is also good. And like I said before, and this is just my personal opinion. I am not an expert on anything, but in my experience, I know that therapy is frowned upon in the black community. And it's like, oh, girl, you don't need that. All you need is, you know, God. All you need are your friends. All you need is your family. But listen, for me, therapy has been great. I chose someone who looked like me who could relate. She's young, she's black, and she's very relatable. And talking to her is just like talking to you guys. It's very easy, she's not judgmental, and she'll set it straight. And she helps me to do just that. There was a time when I would never admit to myself that I'm not okay. And here's why. Growing up, I come from, I am cut from a a strong cloth. My mom was Teflon. If you don't know her, I'll... Maybe get to help you know her over this season. But my mom battled many, many illnesses. And she was a woman of God. I never seen her waver. I never seen her complain. I remember my mom had stage 4 cancer. And she went out to work in the blizzard of 96. And did not complain. So every time I feel down or every time I want to quit, it is that image of her that makes me keep going. Um, Every time I feel like I don't feel like combing my hair today. I know that at some of my mom's illest moments, she would always say, get up, fix yourself up. The better you look, the better you feel. So those are the days at my weakest when I am not okay. Someone may ask me, where are you going? Nowhere, really. I'm just trying to help myself look better so that I'll feel better. And it's for me. It's not for anyone else. It's for me. So I said that to say that all I know is strength. All I know is to keep going. And so with that being said... It was a time where I thought that going to therapy was weak because all I ever saw my mom do was not quit. And I thought that going to therapy was weak. But after losing my dad, therapy was, I started going to grief counseling and it just became full-on therapy. And I am so glad that I did because it has been one of the best life changing things that I ever did and it helped me admit things to myself about myself. So when I have those moments when I am not okay and I am dealing with life, I can navigate through it and come out unscathed. So, those are the things that I suggest. Those are those are just these um suggestions. Admit it, get close to God. Stay around positive friends that will pray with you and for you and hold you accountable. And seek a little therapy if need be. Should you find yourself in a space where you feel like you are not okay? You have to do something to channel that negative energy. Find something positive to do with your time as an outlet. You know, it could be. Um, a day with the girls, it could be a spa day, it could be going get a mani-pedi, just a treat to yourself, just a window shopping or shopping, don't overdo it, Um, you know, just something to take your mind off. It could be taking a class, anything, reading a book, whatever, sitting by the water, whatever you find therapeutic and just an outlet, you know, for me, Um, I like to, I like to work on my brand. So I'll say that it's work. If you're not familiar with me, um, I am a hairstylist and my brand is the creative brand and I like to just pour my energy into my brand. So the salon is my absolute sanctuary. It's my place of peace. I enjoy what I do, making my clients look and feel beautiful. But most of all, I enjoy the conversations that I have with my clients and how we connect. I enjoy the energy that's in the salon the majority of the time. On some of my down days, like my coworkers, they will have me laughing or we talking about old times and and music and things like that. Um, So, you know, for me, um, I, I like to put it into my brand, my work, and that's something positive for me that I'm passionate about, but it also is an outlet as well. Not everything has been all melancholy though. On the brighter side, some amazing things have been happening for me. God has been opening doors and doing things that I would never imagine. Um for starters, I was featured in Voyage Baltimore magazine. Uh they did a feature on me. I was nominated by someone anonymously. The person never came forward to say who they were. But again. Whoever you are. If you're out there. I definitely greatly appreciate you recognizing me. And um, it was great to be featured. I have my work and my career put on display. Uh, They talked about my career so far. Where I've been. Where I'm at. And where I plan to go. So. Um, Something that I'm currently working on is um, branching my Creative Care Academy, and it is a hair care academy for professionals. So what prompted me to do this was that I started seeing a lot of negative comments about stylists that we don't provide hair care and that stylists don't care about hair anymore. They only care about styling, which is not true. There are still some great stylists out here who care for your hair and know how to make it grow and maintain its health. So with that being said, I want to just share my knowledge and my passion for hair care, being a hair care specialist. And I want to promote that and bring that back to the stylist um, community and the beauty industry. So I will be launching my I've launched, I'm sorry, I've launched my Hair Care Academy already. And pretty soon, I will be teaching my very first Hair Care Academy class, Hair Care 101. So I'll keep you guys posted as to how that goes. I love fashion. I've loved fashion for as long as I can remember. And fashion is what you buy, though, and style is what you do with it. So being a four-figure woman... I love to be fashionable, but it's more important that I'm neat. Something that I'm working on is the creative closet. I want to add the creative closet to my brand. What prompted me to do this is I often see a lot of women who are plus size and four figured. Um, They want to be trendy, but... They aren't neat. They aren't wearing the proper undergarments um, or they're trying to fit into smaller sizes. Gone are the days when we have to do those things. There are so many different shapewears out there as well. There are so many stores that cater just to us, you know. So you can definitely be on trend, on point, and bring the heat, but neat. So that's just my thought process. A lot of times um, when my friends or family are going out someplace, they'll reach out to me and say, Hey girl, I got this going on. I have no vision what to wear. Can you help me pull something together? So we will have an absolutely amazing time pulling things together for them to find an outfit for their date night or their event, concert, or whatever. And it's just something that I like to do, something I'm passionate about. Again, it's part of making women look and feel beautiful. So the Creative Closet will be for all women, not just plus-size women. But, you know, as I stated, I'm just really passionate about making sure my plus-size girls bring the heat. It is my hope that today's Talking With T will encourage someone. I appreciate you guys letting me share my life and my experiences with you as well. I appreciate those butterflies who were there for me when I was having a hard time finding my way. Remember butterflies, it's okay not to be okay as long as you don't stay there. Admit it to self, give it to God and spend time with him. Surround yourself with positive people who hold you accountable. Connect with a prayer partner. Channel that negative energy into something positive And, of course, continue to join us for another segment of Talking With T. It's going to be awesome. I know it's different, but we're going to be bringing constant content. And um, we're going to have an amazing season just like we had an amazing first season. There's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to all of it. So stay tuned.